We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Outside the Trenches with former Chiefs reporter and insider B.J. Kissel, Super Bowl champion and former K-State All-American offensive lineman Nick Leckie, and KCSN producer Tucker Franklin. The latest headlines, stories, and rumors, plus a blind nail segment where nobody knows what's going to happen. The latest Outside the Trenches, presented by Five Farms Irish Cream, a holiday distillery favorite, starts now. Let's go to BJ Kissel. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to another episode of Outside the Trenches. I'm BJ Kissel, joined as always by former K-State All-American and Super Bowl champ with the New Orleans Saints, Mr. Nick Leckie, who is back in Kansas City. And Mr. Tucker Franklin joins us as well, our content manager here at KC Sports Network. Tucker and I are actually in Las Vegas right now, getting ready, getting ready for the East-West Shrine Bowl uh, NFL Draft event to make sure that we've got everybody covered for a bunch of NFL draft coverage uh, here once the Chiefs season is over. Hopefully in a few weeks as we will break down the matchup between the Chiefs and Bengals later today. Nick, before we get started, how's Kansas City? How are things a couple thousand miles east of here? It's good. It's good. They they canceled school today on some serious bullshit. Like it was like not even like that much snow. And like, yeah, I feel like a coal miner in Zoolander and my kid is there in Zoolander. My wife said the exact same thing as uh, she had to stay home from work uh, with both kids and try to keep them entertained uh, during a time that she was like, you know what? Back in my day, they did not cancel school for what they dealt with. Tucker Howard, we didn't just spend 24 hours in the car together over the last two days, but how are you doing, man? I haven't yeah, seen you BJ, in Nice to see you. <laughs> again um no it's uh going good bj and i aren't in the same hotel room but we are in the same hotel um bj had enough of me so he got me another hotel room uh so he didn't have to see me for a little bit uh, so that's why i'm here in this room which will soon be occupied by myself and ken swanson and we joked that ken swanson could walk in this door at any time so stay on your toes this podcast you never know if ken's gonna walk in um that's just really for any podcast you never know when ken swanson's gonna show up 
Yeah, I've got the rest of the crew coming out. So Kent, Maddie, Craig, and Michaela's coming out uh, to help with some social media stuff. So got a lot of cool stuff planned over the next several days coming out uh, of Vegas. A lot of the content we'll save and and release as we get closer to the draft. But excited about the players that are out here. Excited to to watch a little football and then get ready for uh, the AFC Championship game. We will actually we can break the news here. We haven't really talked about it, Tucker, um, but we will be doing a second screen watch party. Um, on yeah. Sunday during the game, so you can hang out with the YouTube channel, hang out with us. We will actually be at the Blue Wire studio over at the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas doing the live stream from there. We'll do the post-game show from there, as well as we take a break from our draft coverage to cover the AFC Championship game, and then go right back to draft coverage and covering, hopefully, a win and get the Chiefs getting ready for a Super Bowl. But, Nick, let's start with you. Um, as far as, like, just top head before we get into blind nil, just top headlines as far as the Chiefs, uh, Bengals matchup coming up um, on Sunday at 5:30. What uh, what stands out to you the most? Uh, to me, it was it was amazing that Patrick Mahomes' ankle was was solid like that. Like I've had so many high ankle sprains in my career, and I was curious, like, would he be in a walking boot? Would he be on crutches? And he was neither. And it was you know he's full participant in practice, and I was like, holy smokes, man, this guy is you know he's doing everything. So he probably got stem cell injections and did the Kobe Bryant thing in Germany and everything like that just to get it right. Absolutely. Uh, no, uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle is obviously a, a hot topic this week. Uh, plenty of people are talking about that ankle. It's going to be, I think there were videos on social media on Wednesday swirling around from his press conference um, about him walking off. Have no boot, no boot on. He's walking fine. He's jogging fine. 200. 235,000 video views on Twitter of Harold Kuntz's video of him just walking down two steps and then the overanalyzation of what those two steps meant and then his ability to plant and turn and walk away is amazing. Sportsbooks are riding on this one too. I think that game's now a pick em. I think the game has now gone to a pick em after seeing Patrick Bones walk down two stairs just fine. Uh, so people at Vegas are now properly adjusting. There's some really great clips in, in the breakdown um, as well, if, if you haven't watched that video already with Matt Castle, Matt Hamilton, of how Patrick Mahomes performed after that ankle injury because I think that was something – he was he was doing crazy things, the things he normally does on one leg. And he was doing – like not throwing off of his back foot, throwing off of his front foot, off-platform throws Patrick Mahomes does very well. But he's also making smart decisions when he did have that ankle injury. So a, a lot of uh, good stuff going on there. I don't know if it'll impact the game plan that much this week. I'll be honest with you. It looks like he's going to be fine, and he's a full participant in today's practice, so we'll we'll see. That's the thing for me is that it, you give Andy Reid nine days to prepare for anybody, and you know mm-hmm. what variables you have to deal with with Patrick Mahomes not being maybe as mobile as we're used to seeing, but it's Patrick Mahomes. We don't know. I mean, these are the kinds of stories and things that happen. I talked about this you know, on KCSN Update with, um, with Nate the other day is that, you know, these are the kinds of stories that make Patrick Mahomes who he is. That's why people get sick of people talking about him is because he overcomes things like this. And you have this story of remember that time that Patrick Mahomes went and beat the Bengals who they had never beaten. And he was on one leg and they had every reason not to win this game. And he goes out and wins that game. Uh, but yeah, speaking of media availability, the other thing that, that caught my eye Tucker um, outside of Patrick Mahomes over analyzation of, you know, him walking down the stairs was Justin Reed. Because we remember the regular season matchup that Justin Reed was asked and there was a confusion about the player he was talking about and then called the player soft and then doubled down the next day and went out there and didn't play very well. 
in that game, let's be honest, and was asked about it again. And you were we were driving in the car and you read me the comment like, hey, Justin Reed spoke to the media. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like, let's see what he said this time. And he basically said, like, we're going to let the the play do the talking because they, they were he was mm-hmm. asked about the the Burrowhead video of the, the Bengals players on the sideline saying they're going to Burrowhead. Um, obviously talking about Arrowhead and uh, his response is, well, let our, our play doing the talking on the field, which I uh, mean, somebody talked to him and, and he's right on the straight and narrow of how to answer those questions and not making headlines for everybody. <laughs> he went to media training r- real quick but before <laughs> he did that, that presser for sure. Or just to Andy Reid's office. Maybe that maybe yeah. that was the media training. He's just in, he called into Andy Reid's office and he said, "Hey, you know what to do. You know what to do now." Uh, but yeah, yeah. no, uh, I'm, I'm excited for this game. It should be it should be a good one. Hot take. Yeah, and <laughs> I think the only other breaking news and, and Tucker, you can check and make sure you can you know check out Charles Goldman from the Chiefs Wire. He always has everything up to date oh. for us. But um, you know, the other thing that stood out is everybody practiced. And so obviously all eyes are on Patrick Mahomes, but it seems like McCall Hardman, uh, unless I'm mistaken, was out there practicing as well, that everybody was out on the field. So that'll be a really interesting one to keep an eye on to see if he can be out on the field. I had made the point with Nate on update the other day that, you know, knowing that Patrick Mahomes might not be as mobile, a lot of shorter passes, a lot of things around the line of scrimmage. And Andy Reid is so good at the jet sweeps and the the screen game and all of those things that a player like Kadarius Toney and McCall Hardman, if he could play in this game, those short passes, the jet sweeps, whatever they can do to maneuver the ball and matriculate that ball down the field. Uh, you want all those weapons at your disposal. And it's the reason that I have confidence is Andy Reid is so good at game planning and he knows what he has to deal with uh, leading into the week. But uh, the only thing that jumped out to me is everybody's practicing, Tucker. Yeah, look, just running down the injury report real quick. Not a very long list, which is good. Do you want this time of year? McCall Harmon was the only limited participant with his uh, with that uh, pelvis injury that he's been battling with. Uh, Willie Gay... Toe injury, full participant. Patrick Mahomes, ankle, full participant. And Jerick McKinnon also has an ankle, and he was a full participant as well. Um, so a much shorter list than the Cincinnati Bengals have, but to have everyone practice and only one limited this time of year, incredible. That's huge. That's really huge. I mean, you're so late in the season, you just figure half the team, half the starters would be on that list, um, just as far as limited participants, especially on a Wednesday practice. But yeah. AFC Championship game, man, so everyone's getting right. No one wants to miss a snap. Yeah, I think the last piece of news, and, and Coach Reed actually gave a little bit here, which is kind of surprising, doesn't always do that, but was asked about Jody Fortson and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, whose 21-day practice window opened after coming off IR, and they've got to elevate one of them. He basically came out, came out and said, like, Jody Fortson is going to be activated. I don't remember how he worded it, but the fact that he even said, like, Jody Fortson has a better chance, it was like, okay, Jody Fortson's coming up, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not. Uh, but it makes sense. Going into this matchup, you might need some help. Um, you know, chipping, trying to keep guys away from Patrick Mahomes. He might not be as mobile, all those types of things. Uh, and you just, the matchup problems that uh, Nick's favorite player, Jody Fordson, creates. Exactly. He really does. Well, and it's everything too. I mean, you get the, the big packages, you get special teams guy, uh, you get someone who just can, can create decoy routes. And also, you know, like a uh, remorse shark, right? He can kind of feed off of Travis's wake too, and, and be that, be that guy for the uh, anytime touchdown DraftKings special. There you go. Speaking of DraftKings, Tucker. Well, let me tell you about DraftKings, because as you know, as you know, y'all, there's only four NFL teams left. There's two conference championship games and only a few more shots to win big on the NFL playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. 
Take your shot at an even in bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I love the same game parlays. I've been putting down on player props. I go through, I strategize which props I like. I put the old grocery list, the lottery ticket together, the 10 leg parlay. I get that up to 100%. If it hits, don't have to do anything for the rest of my life. Here's what you got to do. You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. That was brilliant. That was really good. He's so fired up. He, he spent a solid three hours of the 23 hours in the car talking about his DraftKings bets and what he I was going to do this weekend and all the things that he had coming up, plays that he liked, players that he liked, trying to scheme the matchup, listening to all the other shows on the network that were recorded that our fearless, fearless co-producer Jordan Foote helped out with. He was Not listening to all of them, try to get, try to get a, a head up on how he was going to do his bets, Nick. It was, it was kind of, it was a problem. <laughs> check, check out the show notes, Tucker. <laughs> I, need, I might need to see the show notes for details, actually. Uh, one right after. Well, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to me the amount of people in, everywhere I, I, I go to and everyone has bets like like all my buddies. Like my buddies have had bookies forever. Uh, I know guys who are bookies and it's just funny to me to see. It. And then everyone's using DraftKings now. And, are, and it's like, man, it's it, NFL couldn't be happier then you're watching blowouts. You know, you're watching blowout games, which won't be happening anymore. Um, outside of, I think, Philly's going to beat down the 49ers just because I think Brock Purdy uh, mm. is not going to be able to make those one or two throws that he needs to beat it to really, really happen. It does. And I don't think the 49ers will. This this offensive line for Philly is nice. They're super nice. They're good. They're really, and they're playing well together. And I think Jalen Hurts is a man on a mission. And how do you the number one seed with the chip on your shoulder? It's It's – but it is baffling because no one's given Philly any credit because they're seeing the worst schedule. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. I believe I saw some early uh, Super Bowl lines from an unnamed sports book. Um, and I believe if the 49ers were to go to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs would be favored by one point. If the Eagles were to go, I believe that the Eagles would be favored by one point if they were to play the Chiefs. Uh, if the Bengals go, they would be favored or they would not be favored against the 49ers. The 49ers would be favored if the Bengals were to go to the Super Bowl, which also let's connect some dots here. The Chiefs are dogs against the Bengals, correct? But they're saying if the Bengals went to the Super Bowl to play the 49ers, the Bengals would be dogs. But if the Chiefs went, the 49ers would be dogs. Doesn't really make any sense, but. I digress. It's because they played earlier in the year and the Chiefs looked good. Be. I mean, that was one of the better be. games the Chiefs played. Really good. The 49ers were beat up in that game, though. There's no, I don't, uh, we're, if the 49ers make it and the Chiefs make it, we're going to spend two weeks talking about this matchup. Oh, man. I don't think, I don't think there's a whole lot that you can take from that first matchup. I want the Andy Reid legacy game. I want Andy Reid to get his flowers. I want Philly and the Chiefs and then just a the whole thing to be about Andy Reid's stories because there's yeah. so many good yeah. ones. Like I just, that's all I want this whole thing to be about. Uh, but speaking of things, you know what they're going to be about. That, that was a terrible transition. I'm sorry for everybody who's listening. He's hangry. The He's hangry. 24 hours. I'm hangry. I'm tired from driving. I apologize in advance uh, or during right now, but let's get into blind nail. And speaking of you guys know if you listen to the show, you know what blind nil is. Uh, if you if this is your first time listening, uh, each one of us brings a different segment. We spend five, ten minutes talking about each one. And because it's Nick's favorite thing in the world, Nick gets to lead us off with his blind nil segment. 
for this episode of Outside the Trenches, presented by our friends at Five Farms Irish Cream. We did mention that earlier. Grab yourself some Five Farms Irish Cream, especially with the little weather, a little slushy weather, whatever you got going on, a little hot chocolate, a little coffee, a little Five Farms. Perfect. Just, just a scotch. Just a scotch. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. So with, with the Mahomes injury, it's, it's super unfortunate. It's 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 a terrible thing, but it seems like he's healed. How much of a it's a weird thing to say? How much of a a blessing, not a blessing, but how much of a good thing could this injury be? With sort of everyone kind of having to go back and say, okay, well, Patrick ain't going to be able to hard carry us today. Like, how how much is this going to force everyone else to sort of elevate their game? coaches included like is this a is this sort of a, a a good thing i i don't know if it's because of mahomes but my re- my answer is the same but the reasoning would be different if that makes sense in that i don't think patrick mahomes ankle is going to be a story in this game because i believe andy reed can game plan something that they can put points on the board i think the game comes down to the chief's defensive line i think if the chief's defensive line plays one of their best games of the season that they will win this football game I think that they can do work in that regard. I think the Bengals' offensive line is banged up. We saw them play phenomenal against a really uninspired slash tired Bills team. That when you're watching that game, it's like Bills didn't seem like they wanted to be there, which we know is not the case, but you just knew something was off. And so I don't think Mahomes' ankle is going to do that. What I think it could do is maybe lets the guard down, if that's even possible, and this is a stretch for the Bengals where they're so focused on, oh, my homes is banged up. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. Not thinking about everyone on the Chiefs team, Nick, to your point, who's stepping their game up to be a little bit better, where they may be locked in all the way with all 53 guys or all 47 guys that are going to be active or whatever, 46 guys. That may be 
a thing. I just, for me, it's not about Mahomes as much because I feel like they will do enough to put points on the board regardless because Andy Reid has so much time. And that's the variable that most people aren't talking about is Andy Reid in this. They're talking about his ankle. They're talking about Joe Burrow, all of this. Andy Reid's a better football coach. Andy Reid can game plan a way to get 24, 27, maybe 30 points on the board as long as they play decent and they have a good game plan, which I think they will. Imagine if the Chiefs come out and just run the ball on the big throat. Like, how awesome would that be? How satisfying would that be? Somebody has to check I on think, Nick because he'd be losing yeah, his mind. He would, and I think, I think that's the way that they got to do. I think, I think that's what the what, what the Chiefs have to do. They got to get Pacheco going. BJ, I read it to you when we were in the car. I can't remember if it was seventy-two or seventy-three of the yards in the ninety-eight-yard touchdown drive no. led by Chad Henney were Isaiah Pacheco yards. Um, that's big. Obviously, Chad Henney. Patrick Mahomes. Don't you take Chad Henney's thunder. You don't take that. <laughs> he, threw don't take that from him. he threw the touchdown pass. Everything good there. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think that the Chiefs can get the run game going. Jared McKinnon has been playing well in the short passing game and in the run game. It's going to be a key. I think it's going to be a key in this game is, is the running game. You know, and, and I asked that question too, and you guys really, really sort of hit on hit on the, like the topics that that's there and presents itself. But uh, to add another like level of of complexity to this onion is that I almost feel like with this injury, it's going to force you know Andy Reid and company back to the drawing board, and they're going to sort of reevaluate like the game plan. Whereas I think if Mahomes comes off this game healthy, uh, no injury then it's sort of like, okay, cool, business as usual. Here's our new game plan with like a couple, you know, clips from the 1880 uh, football match of Liverpool versus Chelsea uh, that we're going to we're gonna put in this thing, you know, just to honor them. And, and I think, honestly, it, it's a good thing because now what you do with this injury and then you don't know like the tendencies, what's going to happen, what's he going to go to, if he's favoring the ankle, if he's calling it this way, this turns into a week one game just for Cincy's defense. Right. Because it's like now everyone's stepping up, everyone's elevated. You don't know what you're going to see, what it's going to look like, what the game plan is going to be. It's really kind of advantage Kansas City because it's like, how do you prepare? Like, you watch all this film that's happened, or now it's like new Mahomes. And then it's like, are they going to have a halftime adjustment to kind of figure out what they're trying to do? Or, or are they going to try and limit his deep ball to say, okay, do you have the power to throw it deep? We'll see. Right. And yeah. first time, you know, he might come out just swinging, just right, right for a, a, a bomb, right? Like a play action pass. Yeah. Bomb. Hey, That'd be bet fun. that. Bet that. I do think there's something to be said for the Chiefs like being fired up for being what I'd say is a better team. They were the number one seed. Uh, I understand that Cincinnati's beat them, but the you, know, you look at the course of the last five years, like who's had more success. Like obviously the Chiefs had more success. And I, again, I know that triggers a lot of people and all of this. The reason I bring it up is that, you know, there's every reason, like I, I had said mid-season after they lost to the Bengals, like I can't wait for the rematch in the playoffs. It was saying the division round, right. but whenever it was going to happen, don't be surprised if the Bengals come in as the favorite. And now the Bengals are really starting to feel themselves in a pretty substantial cocky way. I mean, calling Burrowhead, you know, Zach Taylor saying afterwards, like we're going like no place we'd rather be going back to Kansas City. It's like eventually you're going to be sorry, like you get what you wish for. And they're going to see another side of the Chiefs because the Chiefs have not played good football against them. And that's, Nick, to your point, like you always want to give the other side credit for doing this or doing that. I have a hard time giving so much credit to the in the playoff game last year against the uh, the Bengals that, that's giving a lot of credit to Cincinnati. That was the Chiefs giving that football game away, in my opinion. Like we talked about that. I, I talked about that with, uh, with Matt on Monday. And so I do think that 
we're going to see a different Chiefs team. I think the defense is going to take a lot of this very personally. And if we're, there's ever a time that we're going to see the Chiefs at their absolute best, this is it. And if Cincy wins this game and the Chiefs come out and play and it's not completely obvious that Mahomes is humbled, then you just got to give credit where it's due. I just, based on more than just the three games against the Bengals, seeing what the Chiefs are capable of doing and how locked in they are right now, I'd just be really surprised they didn't come out and play really, really good football. And if the Chiefs play their best and the Bengals play their best, the Chiefs are going to win the game. I, I second. I mean, I, that's I, those. That's a really good. That's a mic drop. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I do think thinking about this Bengals team, I, I don't know if there's ever been a team go from lovable underdog to hateable so fast. Like this team has turned. Like Bills fans were loving on them, and they now they're turned on them just because of uh, you know some some Twitter beef. But that's. It's incredible how fast they've gone to being so hated by not only the Chiefs, but like other teams in the league. It's definitely truly amazing. It, it really is how they can move like that. But, I mean, when, when you come out and be that cocky and everything like that, it's like, okay, all right, let, let's act like you've been here before. And it feels like a, like a false confidence. And to me, it's like, okay, yeah. what happens if that game, there's no snow in that game, to be honest. I, yeah. I, I, think, I think that the snow really dulled – the Buffalo, Buffalo. I think Buffalo's strength is their what their eight, eight, eight D linemen, where they could just rotate four in, four mm. out, and and when you have a snow game as an O lineman, you love that, you absolutely love that because guess what? The only move they can do straight at you, bull rush. So you prepare for the bull rush, right? You you yeah. get heavy in your feet and you get ready for it. So, uh, yeah, I think no snow, d- different story. I don't I don't get as bothered when they say like when Joe Mixon came on. I know it set a lot of people off and she's came by saying like the AFC runs through us, like we're the top dogs. The AFC doesn't really bother me because they didn't win the AFC last year. We said it. Like if anyone was going to be picked preseason to win the AFC, I would get annoyed about Buffalo because we beat Buffalo. But if you pick Cincinnati, fine. Like they beat us. I get it. They had a good offseason. Tyreek left. Like we get it. I understand that thought process. But it's the other stuff. It's the burrow. It's the the it was a good point. I like the false confidence and it would, I would feel differently if in those three games, the chiefs didn't have leads in the second half of all of those games. If they didn't have an 18 point lead, no, it's not like they got blown out or that they lost all these games by a lot. These were one possession games um, for the most part. Like it, it's not like they came out and dominated in a way we know that if they get down, it's not like since he's going to panic, they're not going to all of a sudden be like, Oh, we talked all this shit. Now we got to like back it up or, you know, we're looking, like for whatever reason, start to play tight. We know that's not how they are because that's not how their quarterback is. Doesn't seem how their their head coach is. But uh, let's move on to the next blind nail. Tucker, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? Yeah, I've got I've got one. It kind of piggybacks off right. of Nick's blind nail. Um, so I was thinking about this matchup, and we talked about how important the Chiefs' defensive line is. It's been that's been a big big topic. But my question to you guys is who, which which unit is more important? Is it the Chiefs' defensive line? With the Chiefs' offensive line tasked with protecting Patrick Mahomes, possibly a big running game for them, which unit, which line, which side of the trenches is going to be more important in this game? Oh man, I'll go. I'll go quick. I think it's the Chiefs' defensive line because I said it's the key to this entire thing. Is Chris Jones having a huge game? We know he's motivated based on his comments after the loss last year, where he said, "Like I missed a lot of plays. Like I left a lot of plays on the field, and this is going to motivate motivate me all offseason." He was asked about it at training camp and said the same thing. This is the game that you know. I told I gotta keep referencing it. I talked to Nate Taylor, so make sure you check that out and make sure 
side note, make sure you check out the the one-on-one podcast this week with Mike DeVito, yes. Jeff Allen, and Eric Stone Street on. Uh, really cool conversation. They that that was a good one. Uh, so you make sure you go check that out. Is uh, we're all counting down the minutes uh, until a game Sunday night. It's going to take forever. I'm already ready for the game to be here, and we're not even like halfway through the week. They're like started, one practice. Just not, started yeah, the work week. It just started, but we've done like seven shows already. <laughs> like we're going to have all kinds of content and talking about it. But um, yeah, I to me it's it's the Chiefs defensive line. I think this is the Chris Jones Ring of Honor game. I think when we talk about Chris Jones' career, I hope that this is one of those games. Like, do you remember what he did? when the Bengals were talking all that trash and everybody was saying that nobody could beat the chiefs couldn't beat Joe Burrow in Arrowhead and it became Patrick Mahomes this and, and versus Joe Burrow and the defense took it personally and went out and played like it. That's what I'm expecting to happen. Um, not to say that the chiefs offensive line obviously doesn't have a huge part of this. I hope that the Bengals blitz them a lot because they don't think you can move and make it easy for them to get the ball out to the right guys. Cause we know what happens when you blitz Patrick Mahomes. I think it's a, I think it's a great question, Tucker. I, and I'm sitting here, I'm like racking my brain. Like, I'm like, gosh, I almost wish you would have it had me like prep me for this question. There's so <laughs> many, so many variations you can go on this. Cause if you look at the O-line, right. It's like, they're the key to running the ball, uh, the key to everything. Right. And, and picking this up. But, and, and I, I hate to go with what BJ is saying too, but I, I would agree. Uh, I think the pressure is on, well, I'm just saying for 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 the con- for the context, <laughs> I hate to for, agree with BJ because he's a, such yeah. an asshole. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying content wise. I'm just saying like for, for not not to be like mimicking, but I think for a defensive line standpoint, I think you look at a guy like Frank Clark, who who is not quite fully loved by this fan base, right? And a guy who thinks he just you know high paid and he should be getting Bosa like pressures every time. And then you get a guy like Chris Jones, who's, you know, Hall of Famer and doesn't have a playoff sack. Are you kidding me? That That's wild. That's really, really wild, like, mm-hmm. to me. Uh, it, double teams are not, right? Because look at, you know, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald gets through all the time, and, and he's he's that guy. He's interior guy. And that's who that, that that's who Chris wants to be. You know, that, that that's who Chris wants to be. That, that He wants to be that number one guy all time, right? That's what he's shooting for. Yep. And so he's motivated. And then I think just just this whole entire like just getting pressure uh, with safeties, you know, off the edge too. I think that's going to help out this D lineman, and it's going to be like guys like Mike Dana, who was his third year now at mm-hmm. Michigan. I mean, he's really he's really flashed. You know, him him and Dunlap. You know, they've they're they're going to be those guys who are going to help out, and they're, they're going to get those one on ones and and do it to it. So, uh, yeah, I, I do think that this could potentially be a low scoring game, and it's going to be up to that defensive line to to control control it. And golly, Burrow slippery. You know, you think he's like yeah, an old yeah. man, like Tom Brady, but he's a slippery sucker. He really is. And I think the week before versus Trevor Lawrence, that helped him out because he's also super slippery. Like, what the hell? He got out so many sacks. So they're going to be ready. Yeah, uh, that interior offensive line battle. I mean, I'm going to talk about both sides of my mouth, but another one of the battles I'm going to be really interested in watching is DJ Reader versus the Chiefs interior because DJ Reader will ruin a game. Like he's not on Chris Jones level because of the pass rush stuff. Uh, but DJ reader is every bit as disruptive in the running game. And I know Brett Coleman and Maddie Lane spent a lot of time on KCS and update that came out earlier today on Wednesday when we we're recording this uh, talking. And I know Brett has made the point um, all week that he feels like the chiefs need to establish the running game to try and get uh, the Bengals out of quarters coverage and kind of dictate what they can do coverage wise. Uh, in order to do that, you have to at least go run away from somehow trick trap don't let DJ Reader just completely ruin your game plan. And the two most important, they might not be their best players, but if DJ Reader and Mike Hilton are kind of kept in check or don't make game-changing plays, the Chiefs win this game. 
Like yeah. those are the two guys for me that can ruin things. I do think that this is an old school football game where uh, obviously the trenches matter in every in every football game. Don't get me wrong, but this is one where the focus is really going to be on the trenches on both sides of the ball. You talk about the Bengals' offensive line; they are hobbled. To and that's an understatement. Um, they've got a lot of guys on their injury report. They got they got some starters that aren't going to play, and so the Chiefs have to take advantage of that. And, and to that point about the Chiefs' defensive line, I think it's a bigger story if they don't come out and perform, and if the you know. You know, Chiefs offensive line comes out and, God forbid, lays a stinker, right? I don't think it's going to be as big of a story as, you know, the the, the Chiefs defensive line not sacking Joe Burrow. Like like we saw last year, right? Uh, the, those images stuck out throughout, throughout the uh, throughout the postseason and the offseason. So um, I, I think that I, – I do think that this is a game that's going to rely very heavily on the trenches on both sides of the ball. B.J. Hill, another guy on, on that uh, Bengals interior offensive line that is very hard to move and very hard to, uh, to trick. So I'd love – to see Chiefs come out in some gap run schemes, try to get some of those guys uh, moved out of the way um, and, and get those guys going so you can get Pacheco, get Jarek McKinnon going, get Ronald Jones going. I don't care who's running the ball, just get him going. <laughs> You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. That takes us right into my blind no, which fits nicely with uh, with this discussion that we're having. And it's it's a simple one, uh, but there's a lot of variables and a lot of layers the more you think about it. Is simply who finishes this game with more sacks, the Bengals or the Chiefs? The Bengals, I think three starting offensive linemen who are out actually played well against the Bills, but they are missing some of their dudes up front. And they have a quarterback who gets it out third fastest in the NFL. Only, oh, excuse me, second fastest in the NFL. Only Tom Brady gets the ball out faster this year in time to attempt than Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence was third and who we faced last week. The guy gets the ball out quickly. So makes it difficult to sack a guy when he gets the ball out in 2.19 seconds. So <laughs> that versus Patrick Mahomes, who not only would want to get the ball out quick as he's hobbled, but a game plan that, is probably not going to have him sprinting outside the pocket a whole lot or dancing around and doing a lot of the things that he would normally do where he might just go down. So we don't have an Arden key situation again with a Trey Hendrickson jumping on his back and it re aggravates it. He may just go down as opposed to trying to make some of those crazy plays on top of it. So as you guys are looking down undoubtedly looking up stats, yeah. who do you think finishes this game with more sacks, simply chiefs or Bengals? Tucker, Tucker. You, you ready, Tucker? Yeah, I guess. I was kind of hoping that Nick Well, no, no, I, I'll go. I, no, the, I'll, let, I'll okay. go. Okay. Let Nick go. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally. Um, I think, honestly, I, I think that much like, you know, we kind of talked about uh, the the Vikings being sort of like this false 19 in blackjack, right? Ace and an eight. I, I, don't, I don't put too much emphasis on this Bills game. Just because I, I don't know, I, I think that the Demar Hamlin thing really sort of like reality checked them in a sense of God dang, you know, there's there's much bigger things to this world than playing football, 
right? And then so they're playing with heavy hearts for him and, you know, sort of out of it. But to me, the biggest thing, snow. Like I think snow, snow was was the the factor in that game for for Cincy and this hobbled offensive line because this I mean the other, the other offensive line right they they gave up like what like fifteen sacks in two games last last season in the playoffs and the Chiefs got none so everything yeah. points to the Chiefs defense just being circled and being like man these guys got us and then they're playing hot right now uh, they only gave up one sack last week and it's like you know what yeah I'd say this Chiefs defense because you know it's the king of of batting balls is Mr. Car- Mr. Dunlap. Yeah. You know, I think he's going to have two two balls batted. Uh you know, you try and go quick. Okay, cool. We were going to pressure you. We're going to sit back and put our hands up. And Chris Jones, Chris Jones will have a, a, a def- deflection. And yeah, so I think the Chiefs defense will have more sacks just based off of finally missing missing three starters is going to is really going to be come to, come to light. 44 sacks for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Um that's an interesting stat to think about when thinking about this. Uh, you said I, 55 I, I, for the record. What? She said 50. Yeah. She said 55. Right. Um, I do think that this game is not going to have a lot of sacks on it. As, as, as Nick, uh, as Nick mentioned, I was looking back through Patrick Mahomes game logs. He's taken four sacks. This is the most uh, in any game this season. Those came against Jacksonville in the regular season, the Raiders, also in the regular season, their first meeting on Monday Night Football. Since then, he hasn't taken more than, I believe it was more than three sacks. Uh, and I think that the Chiefs' offensive line has been playing well. I know that there's been some uh, issues with Orlando Brown here and here and again, here and there. Uh, but I do think that Patrick Mahomes has proven his ability to get out of sacks. Uh, Joe Burrow, as you mentioned, BJ, simply gets the ball out too quick. Uh, and I think Nate Taylor made an, another mentioned to the Nate Taylor episode, which if you haven't already taken the hint by now, go ahead and listen to it. Um, he, he he compared him to Drew Brees. And he said, I know a lot of people compare him to uh, to Tom Brady, but it's Drew Brees. And the more I thought about that, I was like, you know what? You know what, Nate? I think you're on to something, buddy. Uh, let's let's and, ask the guy who played with Drew Brees. Who are we talking about? Nick, is Joe Burrow Joe Drew Burrow. Brees? Nah, I, don't, I don't see it. I, I just I don't I, I have not thought about that. I think just because the, the height, like right, I think the height thing is a one, right? So that automatically disqualifies you from from getting that sort of comparison. <laughs> um I so I Brock think, Purdy is more yeah, like <laughs> Brock, Drew Brock Purdy is more like Drew Brees, right? Exactly. No, man, I, I just um I guess as a guy who is 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 quiet confidence, I guess I, I could see that. Like if you know, you got the quiet confidence. A guy who maybe doesn't have the most talent, but like, God dang, he, he slips out of a lot of places. And, you know, he's always putting the balls in the right area and he's able to lead, like he's able to truly lead. So, yeah, I, I could see that. You know, I, I, I could see all of those things. But to me, it's like to get that comparison, though, you know, you have to prove yourself uh, a little yeah. bit more. And, and that, but that's what he's doing. You know, he's like Drew Brees had some really terrible defenses in his time in New Orleans. And, um, you know, I think Burrow, I mean, he had some great defenses. Right. He's had some some really good players. And the uh, yeah. thing with Drew is that, like, I don't think Joe Burrow wasn't Joe Burrow until he got Jamar Chase. And then, you know, and got I him think back. after you got, yeah, after you got Jamar, well, he played on it. He led that ship on a stacked LSU team, right? The greatest team. Ever. And Justin Jefferson. And yeah. yeah. It, and it's, it's like, insane. yeah. So, like, so he knows how to manage. Whereas, you know, you got a guy like Drew where he's making these, these undrafted wide receivers flourish. 
you know, guys out of Hofstra where they've canceled football programs flourish <laughs> year after year yeah. after year. And it's like, you know, he's, you know, it's like, you know, Drew Brees has had Reggie Bush was like their first round draft pick, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. So it's like, you know, he, he make, makes it happen. And, and Burrow's good at managing talent. You know, he's really good at that. And that's a hard thing to do. It's a really hard yeah. thing. To do. He's got, and I'm not taking away from Burrow because he's really good. I, I will say this too. It's really hard to, to kind of finish my point. It's really hard to sack Patrick Mahomes when he's handing the ball off when he's up 20 points um, at the end of the game, handing the ball off to Isaiah Pacheco. So uh, Chiefs have more sacks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's just wishful thinking. I've, I think the Chiefs are going to have more sacks. I think Chris Jones is going to, again, that ring of honor game. I think we're going to see a different level of Chris Jones, the one that we all kind of see flashes of. I think we might see that for an extended period of time because there's never a better time for a player like that to make his legacy like Mark on like one single game, which we don't really have that with Christian. Christian's had a phenomenal career, but if I had to sit you and tell right now, give me the best game of his career that he just absolutely dominated. You come up with games that he played kind of well, but nothing like this. Obviously the, the no sacks in the postseason is just kind of a, strange that he played really well last week against Jacksonville didn't have a sack but wouldn't say that he didn't play well in a playoff game and so because of again what happened last year and that Chris had a lot of opportunities and didn't come through in those and was asked about it and basically said like acknowledge like yeah I thought about that a lot he has every reason to come out and absolutely dominate and I know Frank Clark's gonna be at least one sack to continue climbing the NFL record books for most sacks in the postseason so um i do think that the the chiefs defense will end up with more sacks but it's going to be difficult what i and i made this point it was like the 17th mention of the nate taylor episode <laughs> one of the, i'm not gonna watch it i already felt like i got all the highlights you've already watched yeah you it. don't need at this point you don't need to but for anybody who's listening it's like i think i heard that before yes you did um the combination of joe burrow getting the ball out fast spagnolo being aggressive and sending extra guys and all of those things what I want to see is Juan Thornhill, Justin Reed, Legereus Need, those guys knowing that the ball comes out fast. Trust your defensive quality control guys that tell you based on this formation and these splits, these are the routes that are being run. These are the plays that are being run. These are the route combinations based on the splits of the wide receivers. Trust that information and try to make a game-changing play. If you know blitzing, you know the ball is going to be out fast. Don't wait and hesitate thinking, I don't want to get beat on a double. I don't want to do this. Or I don't want to do that. If you know we're blitzing or you know the ball is coming out fast based on whether the alignment and the information you have, trust your instincts and go. Trust the information that you've been given and go make a play that is going to be talked about for the next 20 years uh, in Chiefs Kingdom. And that's what I want to see with the safeties, the Sneed, and then the combination of what's happening up front. So that happens. Love it. Make sure you're watching the second screen watch party because I will be losing my mind over there at the Blue Wire Studio at the the Win Casino. That's true. We we and we talked about the post game show being live from the Win Casino, but we didn't talk about the the second screen watch party. You did earlier, obviously, at the top of the show. But that is yep. going to be very good. Make sure that you are are watching the game with us. We love. I like doing those second screen watch parties to do some live play yeah. by play, to hang out, talk with the chat. It's a great time. Good celebrate time to together, out. or we can you know. Can yell and scream and cuss together, whatever, whatever you want to do. Drink Drink a bucket of Bud Lights after the game. Bourbon, bucket of bourbon. What I did. Uh, There's a good cigar place across the street from the win. It's called um, the Davidoff Lounge. It's really good. Great people watching outdoor. Listen, don't be a clown smoker. We are getting some cigars. If the Chiefs beat Joe Burrow, you're seeing 
You're seeing this right here, folks. You're seeing oh. this. Oh, is this legal in Vegas? That is that that is this that? Well, that. Well, no, he's talking about is, cigar. I was talking about. Cigar. I think Joe Burrow's doing that in the Bengals locker room, but I'm kidding. I'm okay. kidding. It is legal because I have a sticker right here on this desk that says, "Don't you dare do this in that hotel room." That's correct. It yep. is. I'm sure Nevada people follow that. Rules. I'm sure they do. Got a non-smoking yeah. room. All right, let's wrap up this show. Nick, final thoughts before we let the good people go. We appreciate everybody for spending part of their day with us, just obviously trying to get through the days and count down the minutes until kickoff. Nick, what do you got for us to close us up? I just, I I want Chris Jones to get a sack. That's it, man. I want him to get two sacks and I want him just to be four quarters of just dominance. Let me, let me grab this game by the scruff and, you know, Mahomes might be having his flu game moment. But I'm about to have my wild animal. I'm a damn silverback gorilla, grizzly bear, apex predator moment, like where it's just like, wow, like this is where I'm like separate myself from everybody in my Hall of Fame uh, video. Love it. Tuck. Just checking out our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, checking out some of the uh, prop lines for Patrick Mahomes. They do not have a passing yards over under yet um because he is injured a lot of times they don't have those out yet but he does have passing touchdowns uh over two and a half is that plus 150 hammer that sucker (laughs) i love it i'm gonna agree with nick this is the chris jones game for me this is the game just because i know how bad it must have bothered him that the plays that weren't made last year that could have made a difference uh in that big comeback where they just kind of collapsed on both sides of the ball it wasn't just the defense uh offense didn't do anything in the second half of that game so uh i wanted him to exercise some demons out of that one and for chris want him to get that moment where the whole football world is watching in a game that absolutely matters and he goes out and proves why you know places like pro football focus said he was the number one defensive tackle in pro football like ahead of aaron donald who had always been in like his, his own tier it's like here are all the great tackles like trent williams like here are all the great tackles and the trench just like over here just in his own world that's kind of how it's been with aaron donald and this year that that narrative kind of changed for some of the advanced analytics this is chris's time to convince or show anyone who wasn't into that that hey Last year, we didn't play very well. That's not an indication of them being a better football team. That's an indication of us not doing what you know we're here to do. And so want to see him take care of business. Would love to see that for Chris. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody for hanging out this episode of Outside the Trenches. Again, make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll have a lot more content coming for, for you, coming from us. <laughs> Getting you ready for this game. I'm going to go get some food because I can't talk anymore. We appreciate everybody. See you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.